0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Marlins Hot Stove Show. Good to be back with you. Uh, Happy New Year. Forgive me, a little under the weather, but uh, thoughts and prayers. Thank you, I'm all right. Uh, good to be back with you. This is uh, certainly an exciting time of the season for the Marlins. We're past the holidays. Uh, spring training kicks off here in about four weeks up in Jupiter. Uh, since we last chatted, the Marlins are making a couple of moves. There are some speculation, nothing confirmed, that they have uh, locked up the veteran right-hander Johnny Cueto. And before the break, and this is now official, uh, Gene Segura, the longtime veteran infielder, Expected to play third base for the Marlins by all accounts and all reports. This was a guy that was fantastic in the World Series last season. Gene Segura on board here in Miami. Certainly uh, shaping up to be an exciting time, and I think that probably is a precursor for a lot more to come. So I would stay tuned on that front. I know it was a relatively quiet offseason and winter for the Marlins, but Kim Ang and her team have started to put things in motion a little bit uh, and putting things in place as we approach what will be the start of spring training up in Jupiter. Still a lot of time. There's still a lot that could be done for the Marlins and I would expect that there uh, will be a multitude of other changes to improve this ball team. And that's what Kim said. Go back to December. Go back to the winter meetings. Uh, Their goal is to improve this team. Skip Schumacher said it. Uh, So it's a very, very exciting time for the Marlins. Hey, really good show for you coming up tonight. Luis Udureta, the new bench coach for Skip Schumacher. They've got a bit of a connection going back to their playing days and uh, being across from one another in Arizona and San Diego. Luis is now the bench coach here in Miami. A really fun conversation that's coming up in just a couple of minutes. First, hey, don't forget, coming up on February 11th, it's Marlins Fan Fest. It's always one of the best events of the year. It returns to Lone Depot Park on Saturday, February the 11th. You can join the Marlins for player meet and greets, interactive games, behind the scenes tours, and a whole lot more. It's very exciting. It's awesome. Make sure you come out. Reserve your spot. Uh, come out and hang out with us. We'll do some live shows. Players are around. Uh, a lot going on. It's a great time of the year to get autographs, meet some of your favorite players, because once those boys get to Jupiter, uh, they start to lock it in pretty good. So make sure you join us on Saturday, February 11th. Okay, time now for the interview portion of the show. And joining us is a gentleman that's new to the Marlins, but certainly not to the game of baseball. He spent 21 years with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He served five years as a major league coach with Arizona, including two seasons as their bench coach in 2020 and 2021, and as coordinator of Major League Player Development and Instruction most recently in 2022. He played parts of six seasons in the Diamondbacks minor league system before joining their coaching staff in 2007. A native of Columbia, he served as manager of Team Columbia in the 2017 World Baseball Classic. Uh, We welcome to the show the Marlins' new bench coach. Coach Luis Uderecta. Luis, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you doing this. How's everything going?
1: Thank you for having me, Kyle. And yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm excited to join uh, the Marlins organization. And uh, I'm, I'm actually right now in the DR, working Winterball and excited to to almost ramp it up and start on uh, spring training as soon as possible.
0: You know, there's so much I'd like to talk to you about, Luis. Um it's funny, though, you say you're in the DR. This job never stops for a lot of folks like yourself. I mean, it's really a 365-day-a-year job, isn't it?
1: For me, it is. For me, it is. Um, uh, we were making a joke um, a few days ago. It's how many games I watch a, a year, and it's almost 250 games, including like the regular, big league regular season, spring training, um DR winter ball um spring training DR regular season playoffs and um it's it's year-round you're right um actually I don't I don't I don't get to see my family so much but um it is what it is it's it's I if I can do it right now I have the uh, possibility of doing it of managing staying active um staying uh, evaluating players um whatever is beneficial for me and the club. So I, I, I'm i blessed to be doing this for the last 10 years, as far as like well, I'm working winter ball. And uh, we'll see what happens.
0: You've been around this game a long time, Luis, and you've been really a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks for a majority of your, and really your entire professional career within reason. Um, let's start with this new opportunity for you in Miami. When were you approached about it and how this whole thing come together for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is new for me. It's it's uh it's uh, it was uh, it's um it's all new for me. Like for me to move from an organization that's been my family uh, for so many years since I'm 17 years old as a player, um, develop as a coach all the way to the big leagues, and then having to move um, to a new club. It's it's new. It's it, it felt weird. Um, yes, I've been approached by different organizations in the past. But um, the opportunity came up. Um, Skip actually called me uh, a few days before he got the job and um, wanted to know if I was available. I knew Skip from the other side, him being a bench coach with, um, with San Diego. Um, you know, you always have good relationship with other bench coaches. Um, and I really had good interactions and good conversations with Skip. I think he's a super smart guy with a um, great feel for the game. Um, and I kind of admire and respected him from the other side. So. That's how he came up. Um, Then he obviously got the job, and and conversations started going on um, back and forth and until um, I got offered the job um, by Kim.
0: I don't know if it's unusual, but was that your only previous relationship with Skip, just kind of knowing him from the other side? Had you guys maybe played against one another when you were younger?
1: Um, We actually crossed a little path in um, St. Louis, but I never got to know him. My relationship with him was uh, just... Plainly, uh, bench coach to bench coach, um, you know, you know, exchanging text messages, me know, maybe talking, on the field before games or during workouts, but that was it. Um, but again, we had we had great conversations. I really respected him. I really respected what he was doing. Um, the time that we, um, spent together as uh, opponents, and that was pretty much it. Uh, but I think there was a connection. There was a click. I think we um. We have the same philosophy, philosophies and ideas, and the way to run games, clubhouse, um, the right uh, time to move on, and the right uh, place to go.
0: What was so intriguing to you about this opportunity?
1: Well, number one, um, to be honest with you, I've I've always uh, been a Marlins fan since I was a young kid. Growing up in, at the time was Edgar Renneria. And, and Edgar became a really good friend with me. And, um, and then, you know, following through his career, that's where he, where he started. Miami being so close to my hometown, Barranquilla, Colombia, a lot of friends in Miami, a lot of familiar people um, in Miami. Um, and, and then, obviously, um, going back to being a bench coach. Uh, that's what I, I love to do. Um, I had the opportunity to do it um, uh, with Tori in uh, in Arizona. Unfortunately, we had a couple of bad seasons, and it, it is what it is, man. When um, when um, when there's no results, uh, teams have to make decisions. And unfortunately, I kind of lost my job, um, transitioning to another role in the big league staff. Um, but I thought it was a great opportunity. I love um, I love what I see in the Marlins organization. Great pitching. Great talent, young talent. I know a lot of the players. I had Jazz, for example, when I was a minor yeah. league field coordinator. And I, you yeah. know, I had him throughout the system. Um, Mel Stolenmeyer was my pitching coordinator when I started as a field coordinator with uh, the Diamondbacks. Um and then Wellington Cepeda. Um he's been my brother. He's been my brother since I'm a 17-year-old kid playing. Um we, pl- we played together in the minor leagues, um, we coached together. Um, throughout the Diamondback system, and he's my pitching coach here with the uh, Gigantes of San Francisco, and with Lise when I was when I started managing here in the DR. So there's a lot of uh, familiar faces. John Jay um, coached him with the Diamondbacks. Great person, great player, great feel, um, energetic guy. So I kind of know people around. So I'm, I'm I'm happy with the staff we have, the the players we have, and and I'm I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity.
0: It's funny, Luis, you talk about knowing so many people. And when you're in this game long enough, you tend to just develop so many relationships. And like you said, you know, you weren't totally in that familiar with Skip Schumacher. You guys had crossed paths, but you mentioned so many people on the staff already um, that, you know, hey, I want to go back to something you said about Edgar Renteria. Is it true that I read you fell in love with the game and you were inspired to pursue a career in the game after watching his walk-off base hit in game seven of the 1997 World Series? 100%. 100%.
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 we, 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 because Edgar, too, we grew up in a soccer country. You know how it goes. It's everything we know about is soccer, and we're soccer fans, and, you know, we're huge soccer fans. But, um, you know, Edgar opened our eyes, you know, all the young kids in Colombia, Cartagena, Barranquilla. Um, he, when he did what he did with the Marlings, everybody wanted to be a baseball player. I was a little bit old older at the time, maybe, say, 15, 16, um, almost graduating from high school, uh, but it inspired me to, and um, actually, I was scouted by the Marlins, uh, um, but um, I ended up signing with uh, with the Arizona Diamondbacks, which I don't regret. It was a great organization for me, for my family. Um, they developed me as a man, and they brought me here to the, to the States. Um, You know, I have a beautiful family living in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, But um, but like I say, there's a lot of connection with the Marlins and Edgar's a big part of it.
0: Hey, you know, this is a really young coaching staff, Luis. Uh, I believe one of, if not the youngest coaching staffs now in all of Major League Baseball. Um, Maybe this is a long shot, but I'm just wondering, do you think that could at all prove to be advantageous as you guys, even as a coaching staff, for all the experience you already have, but kind of grow together in this organization now?
1: Yeah, I think um, um, Skip and Kim and front office, they they spend a lot of time uh, putting together this staff. I think um, they are young, or we are young, but not lack of experience. Uh, You know, Skip has all the experience of the world um, as a player, as a coach, um, I've been in the big leagues for five years and Brant Brown, or, you know, he was assistant hitting guy for the Dodgers, one of the best hitting clubs in all of baseball. And, you know, the list goes on, you know, um, Rob Barajas, you know, Mel, Beef, Wellington, um, you know, and then, you know, um, great teachers, great professors, you know, coming from Dave McKay school, um, as an outfielder base runner. Um, so the, the, the Age-wise, yes, we're young, um, but there is a lot of experience and a lot of relationships throughout um, everyone's baseball careers.
0: How do you, Luis, in your opinion, start to develop a real winning culture and get total buy-in from top to bottom? And that's not to say that it wasn't here beforehand, but a new staff, new manager, it all brings a new opportunity to do things your way and to create a winning culture how you guys want to do it?
1: Yeah, and that—that's what we've been trying to do. Us, you know, even if it's only um, getting on a phone and talking to players, or having a little get together, you um, know, Lone Depot part um, with I don't know, 10, 15 players um, last week. Um, it's gaining their trust, you know, letting them know we care about their careers, their um, lives and and then trying to perform and trying to put it in play you know uh, um we've been all reaching out creating those relationships brownie um, they're all being like traveling around getting to work with players um understanding what are they thinking what's on their minds and at the end of the day you know creating establishing that relationship that trust and confidence relationship so um at the end of the day it's everything has to be uh, put in play on the field, we got to perform, we got to have good results. But it starts right there, building those relationships with players and letting them understand that, that we care about them, that we care about, um, uh, about their lives and their careers. That's that, it comes down to that. And, and I think um, our egos are left outside. You know, um, we, we understand our situation and I also believe that we have a winning team that we can create yeah. a winning team. We have the talent, we have the pitching. Like, um, everybody talks about co- coming into Miami and having to face Andy and having to face Pablo or Luzardo or whoever, um, you know, it, it is, it is a good pitching staff. And, and I think we have the talent um, hitting wise to, to, to score some runs to play defense and, and, and win ball games. So um I need, I think we need to believe it. We believe it. And obviously it comes down to performing.
0: Thank you. Talk about relationship building and this is a people business and you're tasked with getting to know and develop relationships with so many guys. How have you got about doing that since joining the organization? And I've always been curious. and I know you want to get to know guys as baseball players, but as a part of this, like, Tell me about life growing up. Who are you? What kind of family man are you? Tell me about your family. What's your wife's name? What are your kids' names? Do do you do you go into depth to really get comfortable with these guys on that type of level?
1: Well, you have to because, like, at some point when you call a player, you want to you want to know what they're doing as far as their life goes. You know, their families, their hobbies, or whatever it is. So, um, I learned that from to- from Tori. He's a great mm-hmm. um, personal guy that cares about not only. Um, the, the 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 star of the team but also a minor leaguer also um a food staff in the minor league side you know it, it's about um caring about everybody and being genuine you know sometimes this comes organic uh, you can't force it you can't force it and you can't fake it um but for me for example that i have never played in the big leagues and I wasn't a superstar and I don't even have an ego i really care about the persona i really care about the player who he is like what's going on off the field. So I I believe that, that the human relationship and and getting to know those guys, how they think what's happening outside of the field. It's, 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 it's more important than anything
0: else. Uh, All right, Louis. So being a bench coach, um, some of the jobs and responsibilities that come along with that, and maybe a common misconception that people have about doing that job.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, um, I, when I got the job in Arizona, um, the first thing that was um, told to me, Mike Hayson said, "Your job is to make Tory the best manager in, in the league." And 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 I took it personal. I think uh, I think that's the right approach. It's um it's 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 basically um, being available for 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 him um, in, in in every aspect, overseeing all the departments. Um, managers have a, a lot on their plates. They got to handle media, fans, front office, lineups, players, and, and sometimes there are blind spots. Um, and that's my job. My job is to be on top of what's happening with the coaching staff, the medical department, um, the mental skills people, food people, nutritionists, um, building relationships, um, you know, being around the clubhouse and understanding what's going on and how players are feeling on a daily basis and communicating that to the manager. There, there's, there's a lot of things that happen in a, cl- in a big league clubhouse and a lot of things that the manager might miss um, because of time. Um, but that's my job uh, to have the trust from the players so that they can communicate with me without a problem in game stuff. Obviously, it's a it's a it's a voice. It's a it's a it's another opinion, a truthful opinion, um, not just being a, a, a yes man and and and, and uh, agreeing with everything that the manager has to say, but uh, being honest uh, and understanding um, that the games might be viewed in a different way and, and, and having another idea. Uh, for the manager, so that, that's basically it. But the, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Spring training. It's a huge uh, part of my job. <clears throat> um, obviously, um, getting the help from other coaches, but running spring training, uh, um, building relationships right from spring training, and and um, evaluating the team um, in a way where we can make the right decisions um, throughout the year.
0: Where's the balance between the players having their space in a clubhouse and you and your staff having a good pulse of it and knowing that, you know, you know, we've won five in a row. We've lost five in a row. How, how do you balance the energy and the pulse of that thing in there?
1: Yeah, that, that's just having feel, in my opinion. Um, we all play the game. We all understand play. Uh, players won their space. Um, sometimes they reach out. Sometimes you reach out. sometimes you just walk across the the clubhouse and somebody's gonna grab you and you can see it on their eyes. Um, mm. Obviously there's players things that you don't get into because um, you understand that's their, that's their space and they want it. Um, but there's sometimes that there's players that they need it. they need your attention and you kind of just put yourself available there you know um, So it's kind of like, it's a it's a balance. Um, and not being so, so far away and not being so there on a daily basis. You kind of like need to understand what's the room, uh, how's the room feeling on a particular day. So, um, but I think they appreciate it. They appreciate when you know that you are there for them at any time they need it. Um, Even when they don't, they don't, they're not um, asking you, you kind of put yourself available. Uh, But again, that comes back to um, one of your questions where like, when you talk about their lives, um, mm-hmm. because all they, all they want to talk is not about the game. Uh, there's other things in life that's affecting their performance.
0: And a lot of people don't see that side of it, that uh, you have a couple of newborns and you're not sleeping. It's not like somebody's taking the kids uh, while you're um, doing this grind for six and a half, seven months. Um, Luis, I should have asked you this 20 minutes ago. Do you prefer Luis or Pepe?
1: Um, uh, well, ba- back in, in Colombia or in Spanish per se will be Pipe, but, um, most people call me pipe. That's how, that's how obviously we're here in the States. And, um, but, um, since I got here, players used to call me Pipe and then they used to write it down and the American players will go like, Oh, that's pipe. So it's, <laughs> so many people it's, it's pipe. That's how, I don't know. That's how most people call me pipe.
0: I know we got a couple of more minutes with you. And again, I appreciate the time and looking forward to getting to meet you and know all the staff really up in Jupiter here in a few short weeks. It's crazy. The offseason flies by. Um, The World Baseball Classic, Luis, I know you had an opportunity to be a part of this thing. You managed the Colombian team in 2017. Obviously, jobs and responsibilities pull you a little bit away from that this year. Um, We've seen it in Miami. Can you just talk about? what that experience meant to you, what it means to you and what it means and for the pride of people's countries that are representing that flag.
1: Uh, for me, it's in the top of my list of um, great experience, baseball experience, great moments, um, baseball atmosphere, um, combination between, it's a combination, let me, put it in, let me put it this way, it's a combination of winter ball atmosphere, major league talent and level and 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 then playing for your country and your flag that's Mm. things combined it's 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 unbelievable it's uh the atmosphere that was um that took place in um marlin's park at the time um it was it was amazing it was amazing i remember i was playing on the us to start um the tournament and you know, being walked off by Adam Jones and the lineup that the U.S. had at the time that, that year was uh, unbelievable. You know, Goldie and Arnauto and, and Adam, <laughs> you know, and then playing the Dominican Machado. And it, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. And, and that we beat them. Um, actually, we beat Canada. And then we played the first game of the day. And then everybody had to leave the, the they left the, the stadium and then came back for the us against the dr and i was part of it i saw it nelson cruz hitting a homer off uh, miller it the atmosphere is just amazing um unfortunately i can't do it this year for obvious reasons um the right reasons um but uh for baseball it's it's great and it's great i think mob uh did a great um made a made a great decision on on having the net the the last three rounds in Miami just because of what happened in 2017 it's um it's just it's the level of competition the level of the game um the environment it's 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 great it's for to be a a baseball fan and and having the opportunity to be in the stadium and even watch it at home it's um it's great
0: I think we encourage everybody all the time to come out and check it out. And the Marlins actually do a great job during the season with some of their heritage nights. They can bring some of that winter ball WBC environment on some select Saturdays throughout the course of the season. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Luis, before we let you run it again, I appreciate the time I'm on the way out the door here. I, I didn't really ask you this and you're going to get asked this a ton. What do you see from this Marlins team? This is a, this is a, a team that you're going to have an opportunity with Skip and the rest of the staff to grow up with to grow together with we used to say they're very young they're still young but they're growing there's a lot of veterans on this team now what do you see here as you look at this roster
1: I I see I, I see a lot of energy I see a lot of having a lot of fun I think uh, um when you have that pitching you can have some fun uh, that's that's just uh, what I see I think uh, the last few signs are are, are inter- interesting. I, I kind of like him. I mean, Jan Segura, you know, just play, played. It. It's a veteran with a lot of energy when he wants, you know, when he puts it out there, um, played in the postseason World Series. Um, you know, I, I think the team needed that. I think um, needed um hitters that can put the ball in play. And it's a big field. It's a big field. Guys that can put the ball in play, um, you know, and, and use the speed, the speed of jazz. Um, you know, I think having a healthy Soler, having a healthy Abisario, um Miggy, you know, good captain, play defense, um, Joey. I I, I think we, we have a good team. I think we honestly have a really good team with the pitching that we have and putting together the pieces offensively that we have. I mean, we're excited. We're excited about Brownie's idea coming from the Dodgers and bringing all these new ideas, hitting um, – you know, hitting things that he's gonna put in play. Um, the energy of Skip, myself, John Jay. Um, I, I think there's there's good expectations. I, I really enjoyed what I what I've been seeing, and the interactions. Um, and I hope we 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 can put a, a good product on the field that the, that the fans can enjoy. I think two years ago, and even last year at the beginning of the year, you saw flashes of what this team can do. Um, jazz Chisholm, he's a superstar, you know, he's a fun player, you know, um, you see him on the box and you're gonna, you, 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 you're scared about what this guy can do, the damage that he can do, you know, Solaire, amazing power, you know, just being healthy, staying healthy throughout the year. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited from what I see and, and, and we're going to do everything possible to be an exciting team, to be a fun team to watch and, uh, play the game the right way play the game right the right way. I think that's one of the things that Skip has, um, that he likes to have fun. He's a young manager that let the players play, but he's also coming from the right way of playing the game. You know that when he was a player, when he was a coach, um, he's coming from that school where the games play the right way. And if you can't play the right way, then you won't play. Um, So it's a combination of both playing the right way and having fun.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun here in 2023, and uh, we get this thing started in about a month. So, Luis, thank you so much for the time. We'll see you in Jupiter soon.
1: Thanks for having me, Kyle. Looking forward to meeting you in person, and I'm open always to talk to you.
0: Okay, that was our conversation with Marlins bench coach, Luis Urureta. Uh A very exciting time for the Marlins. He joins this staff. A very young coaching staff. I think it is the youngest coaching staff in all of Major League Baseball. You factor in the manager and a multitude of other coaches. John Jay, first-year coach. A lot of these guys very recently uh, done with their professional careers and some others uh, that have been around a long time They've done a lot of coaching. It's going to be very exciting in 2023. A lot more yet to be done for Kim Ang and her team. Uh, but I think you can sense from our conversations with Skip, Luis, John Jay, you can sense the energy. Um, They're excited. They're excited about what this could certainly be this season. Uh, A couple of things before we get going. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. Single game tickets in the World Baseball Classic. Single game tickets for the Marlins are on sale starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. January twelfth, ten a.m. That's tomorrow, depending on whenever you're watching or listening to this. Uh, Two thousand and twenty-three Marlins single-game buyers also receive presale access to World Baseball Classic single-game tickets. You can learn more at Marlins.com/single-game-tickets. And again, to go along with that, the World Baseball Classic returning this year, Lone Depot Park going to become the first venue in tournament history to host games in all three rounds of a World Baseball Classic in the same year. Uh, current Marlins members, you do have priority access to WC, uh, WBC. Uh, my apologies. Uh, ticket strips, you can become a 2023 Marlins member to get in on the WBC action. You can learn more at marlins.com WBC. All right, that's all the time we have for you tonight. Again, you can always watch us, marlins.com slash hot stove. Videos are posted online. Uh, the iHeartRadio app, Fox Sports 940, Miami, locally, 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. And always uh, following that, if you're an audio-only type of person, don't want to see me, well, that option is available at marlins.com slash podcast. Uh, So, again, uh, very, very excited. This is going to be a great time of the year. That's all the time we have for you tonight. We'll see you next Wednesday. Very good interview. Make sure you stay tuned. Terrific interview coming your way next Wednesday. Good night, everybody.